Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Elmer, and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulis. You'll find him at thekook.com and on Twitter using the handle thekook. Stephen, good morning. Very good morning to you, Sean. Now, we gave you a rest last week. There wasn't a lot on. Talk about Job Summit, things like that. This week, however, you're back to work. Plenty going on. We're back on track. There's a lot of information and not just the Job Summit. That's an important sort of macro policy issue, but we're getting a little bit more hard data on the economy. Yeah, and that will, of course, be very important in terms of what the Reserve Bank does with interest rates over the next three or four months as we run into Christmas. Let's start with house prices. We love house prices. And uh, late in the week, we should get the core logic numbers. We do, and they're for the month of August. So the month that finishes this week, they usually put them out on the first day of the following month. So we do know from their daily series that the Australia-wide house prices will be down around about 1.3%, perhaps just depending what happens in regional areas. The big falls are occurring in Sydney. That'll be down probably 2% month on month, wow. bringing the peak to current level down about minus six and a half to seven percent. So that's a pretty chunky fall. We'll probably grab a lot of headlines in New South Wales. Melbourne's down probably four or five percent from the peak. The other thing is the other cities are pretty resilient. They're down a tiny bit. Uh, but of course, you know, it'll be the headline figure and the biggest falls that get the media attention. And yes, we're in the in the early stages of a house price decline. Yeah. What, what I think is interesting, we there's definitely more Sellers in the market at the moment, so there are more houses going up for auction. Obviously, we're coming into the spring selling season, so that's all pretty normal. But just the last few weeks, there's a sense of not so much calamity, which we had a couple of weeks ago. Yes. You know, we're kind of people are a bit more moderated. Look, I, I think that's true. Well, we do know from the weekly auction clearance rates, you know, we, we do know how many houses go up for auction and how many are actually sold under the hammer. And while it's not the world's best guide. It's actually not too bad. And the last couple of weeks in both Sydney and Melbourne, the auction clearance rates have actually ticked up. They were in the low 50% region. And I think the last couple of weekends have been around about 60%. So, you know, things are selling, you know, not at a breakneck speed, but we've also got this interesting phenomenon where the rental market is as tight as a drum. You know, there's very few rental properties around. Rents are increasing dramatically as a result. And we're seeing it from some of the housing finance data that investors are actually stepping back up. They're opportunistically taking advantage of a very tight rental market and you know, they yeah. seem to be stepping up. And that'll probably put a bit of a floor under the sort of the cheaper end of the market where investors tend to congregate. Okay, so other things this week. Re- retail sales for July? Will be weak. Yeah, we know that uh, there was a little bit of loss of momentum through to June. The July numbers are probably down around about 1%. The bank data, the internal bank data on credit card and uh, other transactions that they monitor, of course, look to be pretty weak. So I think the consensus viewers will have about a 1% drop month on month. Again, in a way, confirming what we want to see. You know, the economy does need to slow down a little bit if we're to get inflation back under control. The retail sales numbers will probably confirm that a bit. And building approvals, they'll keep their sliding backwards just just a touch. Yeah, they're, they're, they're edging lower or they're trending lower, I think is the word. They're very volatile month to month, as we know. If there's a big apartment project that's approved in you know a city, that you get a big jump from, from time to time. But look, the broad trend's down. We had a big pull forward of building approvals during the COVID recession when the government had its home builder stimulus measures. They're still being built, of course. They're still under construction. But of course, it means that uh, they borrowed a bit of growth from about now and uh, brought it forward into last year. 
What I think will be really interesting is the private sector capex, capital expenditure. Oh, and this is the reason uh, that I don't think we're heading for a recession. I know we've had a few doom and gloomsters out there sort of saying, oh, yeah, because housing's turning down and consumers are being crunched with interest rate hikes and cost of living pressures, we've got a very real probability of recession. And of course, you never rule it out. But I think the thing that's going to save Australia again is is CapEx. And um, during COVID, we know that businesses sort of shut their doors. They really scaled back their business investment. And if we look at what's happened to imports of machinery and equipment, which is CapEx, it's been very strong the last well, five or six months as businesses are saying, well, hang on, uh, the economy's okay. I need to re-equip. So mm. I'm thinking that we'll see the private sector CapEx numbers being pretty strong. Now, we might see sort of like a 2% quarter-on-quarter figure, which feeds into the GDP figures, which come out next week. Right. Okay. And then finally, credit growth. Credit growth, uh, probably cooling off a bit. It's predominantly the housing finance numbers that are the main drivers. As we are just sort of saying, house prices are edging lower. And if, you, if you've got lower house prices, you don't need to borrow as much money to buy a house. So, uh, uh, so the credit numbers are probably going to be cooling off a bit. But one of the subsets, which will be interesting, again, linked to that CapEx uh, discussion, is that what's happening to business credit. Are businesses sort of tapping the banking sector to borrow some money because they need to expand? So, uh, yeah, a really interesting set of numbers this week. Stephen, have a great week. Thank you, Sean. You too. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K, thekook.com, and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 